in the volume four in the holy letters of the Rebbe. Uh, this letter is number eight, 909, and this is dated the third day of Odorishin, the year Tavshin Yudalov in 1951. And the Rebbe uh, opens up the letter with peace and blessing. And the Rebbe says, I was very happy to hear the news, uh, the good news that you were blessed with a son, Mazel Tov. And I'm going to send you my blessing, the Rebbe says, that you may uh, bring him into the covenant of our father Abraham during in the right time, and uh, in, the, in the good time, the right time, and you shall raise him to Torah, to Chuppah, and to good deeds, while having plenty of your physical and material need, spiritual and material needs. And a mitzvah, which they have accepted upon them with joy, because it says that the bris, they accept with joy, should continue to bring down joy in your, your home. And Rabbi brings down here a reference to the Gemara and Ksubas Chesem at Beis, and um, in uh, different Sforim, uh, various different things. And... And the Rebbe also brings down from the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch that the beginning of the entrance of the Jewish soul takes place in a, in a, in a child when it, the bris, during the time of the bris. And because it is the beginning, uh, uh, the Rebbe explains that's what it has to be, the Simcha. It's interesting. So that it shouldn't be a Meidoy Rabbah um, also has a carbon that needs to be The Rebbe explains a little bit what we hear. He references in a side note, he explains why is it uh, important, why did the bris, it says that they accepted it with joy. And it says, like, the Jews accepted the mitzvah of bris mila with joy, with simcha. What's the connection with joy? Now, one uh, wonders a lot of times, you know, the baby's in pain, you know, at the time. So why... Why is it with joy? Because um, so it also is actually connected to uh, Purim and the Torah given. It's there is a um, there is a verse that says in the uh, in the Megillah in the that we read in the from the Megillah. It says over there that uh, the Jewish people accepted upon them that which they have begun. What does it mean? They accepted of what what which they have begun. What did they accept now? What did they begin? So it says that what they began to do at the time the Torah was given, uh, they sort of accepted what they began. They accepted the Torah. What's the connection with the Megillah, with the story of Purim, with the accepting uh, of the Torah? Now, you know, the Jewish people were in trouble with Haman and wanted to annihilate them. And, and what happened was that the Jewish people actually turned to God and they repented. And uh, there was some things that they weren't careful with uh, at the time. They went and joined the feast of King Ahasuerus. They, they participated, and they weren't you know, at the proper levels. But after the story with Haman, they sort of turned to Hashem. They accepted. Now, they did it in a willing way. It's brought down that when the Jewish people were standing in the desert, and uh, God gave them the Torah, it says that Hashem took a mountain, the Mount Sinai, he put it over their heads, 
and he literally twisted their arms, he forced them. He said to them, if you're going to accept the Torah, uh, then okay. But if you don't accept the Torah, he says, I'm going to drop the mountain, and you're going to be buried over there. So technically, the Jewish people didn't have a choice. You know, so therefore, later on, um, the Jewish people, this becomes sort of a declaration, hey, you know what? We didn't really accept the Torah because we were forced. We were under threat. Our lives were threatened. We were going to get killed. We were going to die under the mountain. So we didn't really, even though we said, but we only said it uh, because we were forced. It's also explained in the uh, Hasidic literature. It doesn't mean necessarily only literally that they were thrilled. But, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you're in a mood. Uh, you hear a good speech. Somebody makes you a good sales pitch. You go into, they try to sell you something. Under the moment, you get excited. You know, you say, okay, I'm going to buy it. And then later I say, oh, what did I do? You know, I don't really need it. I don't, can't afford it. I don't want it, you know. And, but you were so pressured. The Jews were so in love with God after all the miracles of Egypt, they didn't have time to really think it through. They didn't make a, a, conscious, a conscientious decision whether they really wanted it. You know, they just were sort of very quickly quick. I mean, I guess Moshe Rabbeinu was a good salesman. <laughs> and and they, were, they were pressured. They were pressured. So the Jewish people were basically having an excuse. They're saying, look, we were overwhelmed with love of God because this was the... That was at the moment. Everything was looked so great and so good. So we fell for it. And but we really now reconsidered. We reconsidered, and now you know we don't. Maybe we don't want it and accept it. So, but when it came at the time of the uh, Megillah, uh, the uh, Purim, the story of Purim, that poor point, point. I mean, the Jewish people were threatened their lives, but they could have sort of converted, they could have taken on the other religion, they could have become like the uh, like uh, the Persians, they could have become, they could have taken on there, and they would have been left alone, they didn't and yet the Jewish people stood with total self-sacrifice and they declared, no, we're with Mordechai we're with the Jewish religion and we're going to stick it out, this was a mysterious message. they weren't forced to that, they had a choice then so they sort of reestablished, that's what it means, they established that which they have accepted, that now they accepted it willingly, that they are ready to accept the Torah. This was, you know, they had time to think about it, this was a whole year, and it was a different circumstance, and yet they accepted it. So therefore, that's the uh, idea that they accepted upon themselves what they had begun. So in a bris, there could be a similar thing. Maybe... Uh, People will say, you know, the child will say, uh, you know what? I didn't want to be circumcised. They circumcised me. <laughs> I was a baby. I was eight days old. No, nobody asked me. So, uh, well, I'm not happy. So, the idea of doing it with joy is um, is sort of shows. I mean, the baby was not asked, but even the parents say, no, 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 no. We're into it. And also when. Bringing, bringing a child in, it's, it's like it says in the prayer, it's like bringing an offering, it's like bringing a korban, like an offering. When you bring a korban, it has to be done willingly, that you have to agree to it. So if we would do a bris and we would sit there, you know, like down, it seems like, you know, really don't want. We're happy to do the, uh, the will of Hashem. Uh, I don't know, besides today, I think they say the medically... Uh, a bris is something which is uh, healthy uh, for the 
for the child. But that's not the the reason. I mean, the reason is the covenant of of Abraham, our father. So that's what the Rebbe references over here. Uh, that's to be the return. Yeah.